Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to the episode. And one of the previous podcasts that I did, I was talking about qualifying questions. And uh, and on that podcast, I had mentioned that I should do a separate podcast just looking at qualifying questions in particular. So what I wanted to do is, this is going to be a little bit shorter podcast, but I wanted to walk through some examples of those uh, qualifying questions that you can use and you'll have to alter them a little bit based on whatever product it is that you're selling but I think that uh, I think it'll be beneficial to to walk through these with you and so what I you know in in the um, in the online training program that I have put together um, when we talk qualifying questions I actually call them always questions these are the always questions meaning that every single time I'm in front of a customer especially the first time and I don't yet understand their business, I am always asking these questions. Now, you're going to have a list of questions. It doesn't mean that you ask every single one. And it's not like you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and let me just you know, walk in and pull out my sheet, and it, it can't be an interrogation, right? The last time, I think in that episode, I said, it can't be an interrogation, it has to be a conversation. Meaning that people open up to others when they feel conversational when when they're in conversation you know during an interrogation people are using techniques that are obviously far beyond what my understanding of it is but you're trying to use different mind altering techniques or um, things that are totally outside the scope of what we're doing in sales sales role and they're using those techniques to try to get the for the interrogation to go well meaning that the whoever they're interrogating opens up and tells them all these things right the same things happening on our end when we're meeting with a customer, but we need them to tell tell us these things in a conversational way where they feel good, confident, and open to us to tell us these things. Like it's not the responsibility of the customer when we walk in the door to tell us exactly what we need to do to sell them a product. <laughs> like I, for some reason, it, it feels like that to me, that most reps think that and get pissed when the customer doesn't tell them the truth. Or doesn't tell them everything that they should have told them. Like, like I can't believe this stupid customer didn't tell me that. Like, whoa, hold on. Whose responsibility is it, first and foremost? It's our responsibility as reps to ask the right questions such that the customer then gives us the answers we're looking for. Right? Like, bar... I was going to say bar not. I don't think that makes sense there. What I'm, what I'm saying is that is baseline. You and I are both responsible to pull out from the customer those things that are actually keeping them up at night, those problem areas, those areas of opportunity. It's not the customer's responsibility just because you said, hey, I'm going to pay for your lunch for them to tell you, oh, you know, I've got a problem here, i got a problem here, i got a problem here, i got a problem here. What can you do? Like, that's just not their responsibility. You might get lucky where you walk in and for whatever reason, they're like, hey, you know, do you have this and do you have this? Because I could really use help with that. Like, cool. 
good. Let's, I'm all for that. And that, that's best case scenario. Most of the time though, we have to ask the right questions to draw out those things from the customer. So I wanted to walk through some of the, some of the always, always questions that I use. Um, <clears throat> what are you currently using for this procedure? You know, if you're selling in a uh, sports medicine product, you know, rotator cuff repair, what are you currently using for your rotator cuff repairs? Qualifying question. When was the last time you knew you used somebody else for that procedure? Another question. And why am I asking those questions? Number one, I need to know who they use. If I'm going in and selling a rotator cuff repair product, how can I sell my product without knowing what they currently use? Because I, I can't, because I don't know how to, how to pitch my product against what they're currently using. I've got to know, oh, you're currently using this. Well, let me tell you why you should use this. You can't do that if I don't know what they're using. Maybe they do double row rotator cuff repair and I'm trying to sell them a single row anchor. And they're going to be like, I don't use single row. Sorry, get out of here. Right? Like that's going to happen. So you ask them, what are you currently using? How long have you been using them for that procedure? Why that question is relevant is because for two reasons. Number one, what if they're like, well, actually I just started using them last week. That tells you something totally different about the customer than if they say, well, I couldn't tell you the last time I used somebody else. I've, I've been using them my entire career, right? You're going to have to sell your product a lot differently to a customer that says, well, I used, this is a new product that I just started with last week versus somebody that says, I've been using them for 10 years. Your job, your responsibility on how to sell them is going to be totally different based on how long they've been using that current product. And I need to know that before I start pitching my product, right? What's most important to you when considering a product for rotator cuff repair? Why are you currently using that? What are you thinking about when you're doing double row rotator cuff repair? Have you ever considered using single row rotator cuff repair, right? If I can show you a better option for what you're currently using, would that interest you or what else is in there? What other factors are making are helping you make a decision to use who are, who you're currently using outside of the product itself what else should i be aware of as to you know why you currently are using this product what else is that vendor doing for you is there anything outside of providing you the product that they're doing for you that adds value to you and your practice all of those questions are qualifying questions because i i can't pitch my product until i know why they're using what they currently use how long they've been using it, what it is, what other factors are there, right? Like the earlier I start pitching a product, the lower success rate I'm going to have of getting that business. And let me tell you why. Because the sooner I start pitching, the less I know about the customer. The less I know about the customer, the less likely it is that I'm actually going to be able to overcome all of the objections that they have. I don't understand yet if, if I try to pitch too early, I don't understand yet what their objections, what their real objections are. And I don't understand where the problem areas are that I can solve. Like they're only going to use me or you because you're going to identify a problem area that they have, or you're going to be able to solve something that they haven't had solved by their current provider. Or you might be able to solve that problem, but maybe there's three other factors that you haven't addressed yet that aren't related necessarily directly to the product itself as to why they use that product. Maybe they are really good friends with the rep. Well, that's a different sale than somebody that only cares about the product. You know, how's, how's your relationship with your current rep? 
qualifying question. Uh, well, it's really good. You know, I've, I've known so-and-so for 14 years. That's going to be a whole lot different than, uh, you know, I'm not sure who my current rep is. I think there's been some changes recently. That is a totally different sale. You're going to approach that completely differently on how you actually sell the product to the customer. If they're, if, if they've been working with this, their rep for 14 years, what are you going to do? Well, let me tell you why our product is better. Like that's not the objection, <laughs> right? Like if he's been using his current rep for 14 years, you can't expect that the only reason that that has happened is because that that one rep has always had the best product ever. <laughs> I mean, you think that the, the doctor hasn't been approached by other reps trying to sell their product? Of course they have every week. There's something else outside of the product itself that has them still continuing to work with this rep. It's not because it's likely not because their, their rotator cuff repair product is so good that they've been working with this rep for 14 years. It's likely that there's a lot of other factors outside of the product itself that have kept this surgeon working with this rep. And so you're, so the way to sell that is not to walk in there and say, well, let me tell you why our product is better than what you're currently using. <laughs> this is not the thing. Like that's not the approach. You're not, you're not going to be successful. I mean, unless you're literally selling a product that's like where the surgeon's like, oh my God, I can't believe how much better this is than what I've been currently using. God, I'm going to have to tell John or Cindy or whoever my rep is like, I've got to use this product because it's so good. Like maybe you're in that scenario. Maybe you're in the scenario where you've got a product that is so disruptive, so different, so better, so better. That's not a thing. So much better that you're going to get the business. Probably not. Right? So <laughs> if that's the scenario, yeah, forget all the qualifying questions. You just, you just have the best product in the world. Okay. But that's going to go away at some point. And then you're going to actually have to get good at asking all the right questions. You know? If you chose to work with us, how would that affect your relationship with your current rep? Well, it'd probably jeopardize it a lot. I hang out with that rep all the time on the weekends. Like, okay, right? Like now I know I'm getting, by asking these types of questions, the landscape is being painted for me on what I've got to do. Like in a perfect scenario, we walk into a customer meeting and I learn every single thing about why they use what they currently use. I learned their relationship to the rep. I learned the reason why they do the technique that they do. I learned what their training was. I learned their background. I learned where they operate. I learned the GPOs that are involved in the facilities that they operate at. I understand the people that invo are involved in the decision-making of new products. I need to learn all of that so that I can figure out how do I sell my product? How do I get this product in this surgeon's hands? And if I get a yes from the surgeon, how do I actually get it in the door of the facility? Because it doesn't just automatically mean that I can walk a product in the door at his next surgery. There's a lot of other uh, barriers and red tape that I'm going to have to go through to get approval to bring this product in, right? Um, you know, there's there's a significantly longer list of these questions that I that I have. It, it's not in the program yet. It, that that program is coming on on the website and. I'll have a full list, but use some of those questions that I talked about today. Um, tailor them based on what you're selling and, and the products that you're selling. But you have to understand that the qualification of the customer is the most important thing 
when you're walking in the door for the first time, especially. Like if you've got a good relationship with the customer, you generally understand at that point, you understand what the reasons are they use a current product or you understand why they've been using this person over that person. And so you've got an understanding of their business. But especially early on in a cold call situation, when you're walking in the door, when you're introducing yourself for the first time, when you're trying to figure out the landscape, you can't start pitching your product. You can't, don't just walk in the door and start talking about your product. Ask the questions first. Hey, why do you use what you currently use? How long have you been using them? Why do you like that over this? How long have you been working that, with that rep? How's your relationship with that rep? How's your relationship with the company? Is there anything outside of the product itself that makes you want to work with them? Right? All those things are so important to be able to help you craft your pitch and your message to the customer as to why they should do business with you. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that kind of takes it a little bit more granular, dives a I dove a little bit deeper on the on the qualifying questions there, the always questions. You've got to have those in your back pocket every time that you use, every time when you're talking about the customer, especially the first time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.